In September, the schools reopened and I enrolled for my senior year. It wasn't the beginning of a new semester, but life itself starting over, at least for those who had survived the pandemic plague. When the pan plague had erupted worldwide the previous spring, living stopped and everyone waited to die. Public gatherings ceased, and schools, churches, and most businesses immediately shut their doors. With the nightmare now over, survivors picked up the pieces of a shattered world. Very few people in my immediate circle knew that my blood had contained the cure for the pan plague. My mother did, because she injected me with it. The local Catholic priest, Father Michael, also knew, and he helped me after my mother was kidnapped. He contacted the mysterious caretakers of the world who assigned a witch, an angel, and a vampire to guard me from the evil forces that tried to kill me. When it was all over and a cure had been manufactured from elements in my blood, I wanted to tell my two best friends, Jessie and Carmela, about my adventure, but it was so surreal that I was certain they wouldn't believe me anyway. Therefore, I kept my secrets. Later, it was a decision I regretted more than any other in my life. Union was an unremarkable farming community located by an impressive river east of the foothills in northern Colorado. The powerful waters that rushed through Union nourished the land and created an oasis of fertility in the high desert that gave birth to the town. Sometimes, due to the suspended reddish silt in the river, the water looked like blood, so the locals began calling it the Blood Mother River. The river evoked images of a fertile Mother Earth, and New Agers flocked to make Union their home. They began organic farms and created a local tradition of offering the first fruits of their crops to the river. The ritual sacrifice would fill the river with all manner of produce that the local wildlife would snatch up as best they could and presumably wonder at the idiocy of human beings. Built next to the Blood Mother River was Union High School, an old red brick building that used to be a cannery. It was an ugly giant covered with creeping vines of ivy. When green, the vines gave it character, but when dead, the spindly, barren fingers clutching the building appeared monstrous. The vines had made it through the plague unscathed, somehow surviving without human intervention. And when I arrived for the first day of fall semester, Union High was a welcome sight. Jessie was waiting for me near the front door, sitting on the landing of the concrete steps. He wore his signature James Dean-style clothes, form-fitting white t-shirt, classic blue jeans, and black boots. The day was too warm for his usual black leather jacket, so he had on the other coat the 1950s movie star had made famous in Rebel Without a Cause, a red windbreaker with the collar popped. Jesse, like Jimmy, was a rebel. I greeted him the way I always used to, by messing up his perfect pompadour hairstyle. He greeted me like he never before had. He stood, grabbed me in a fierce hug, and wouldn't let go. God, I've missed you so much. His voice was raw with emotion. I surrendered to his grasp and tried not to surrender to my tears. I'm sorry I wasn't up to seeing you sooner.
I whispered. I needed time alone. My dad had died in the pandemic, my mom had melted down, and my mind was blown by the supernatural realities I discovered. He hugged me even tighter. I love you, Glory. I knew he didn't mean it in a romantic sense. We honestly just loved each other. I love you too, Jesse. Under normal circumstances, in the old world, the kids swirling around us would have whistled, giggled, and teased. In this new world, a lot of us were hanging on to each other for dear life. Carmela appeared out of the crowd. Can I join the love fest? She'd lost her mother, baby brother, and grandparents in the great tragedy. Jesse and I each reached out and drew her into our healing embrace.